think for you, it's figuring out your schedule, right? For you, it was kind of like, how are you going to frame your schedule? I think that that's a huge thing. And I've actually heard that from a lot of people. Well, when would I do it? I just don't have time. Yeah, I think in the book, it really addresses that. And that's part of the challenge is to get you to realize how much time you actually do have in your day. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. So today is going to be a fun one. I am joined by the absolute fan favorite of this podcast, my amazing husband, Nathan. You want to say hi, babe? Hi, babe. (laughs) You guys, if you follow me and he, well, he actually posts nothing, but he shows up on my social media all the time. If you follow us, you will see how hilarious my husband truly is and how grateful I am to have him. And today we are talking about something super fun, super exciting, and something that I think everyone is going to be really curious about. So this is going to actually be a two-part podcast. So today we are recording in the middle, early middle of July, actually July uh, 9th to be exact. We are recording this podcast because... Nathan and I have just hit halfway through the 75 hard challenge. So if you don't know what 75 hard is, it is a mental competition, really. It's a mental challenge created by Andy Frazella. So you can check him out. I've actually had Emily Frazella, his wife, on the podcast before. That was a few episodes back. So you can definitely go listen to that one. She's amazing. But the 75 hard challenge is a mental challenge that many of you have done, many of my audience have done, many of my clients have done actually. And I've always said I wanted to do it and I wanted to do it before I turned 40. So I'd been talking about it for a while. When Nathan turned 40, Nathan's just a pinch older than me. Do you want to say how old, how much older? No, a pinch, I think, is probably good. (laughs) Exactly. A pinch is good. But uh, for Nathan's 40th birthday, we decided to run a half marathon. That's something that he really wanted to do. He really wanted to do that. And if you can hear a sipping of coffee in the background, that would be my husband who's not being quiet. But um, we decided to do a half marathon for when he turned 40. And I've always like I wanted to do a challenge before I turned 40. So I said I wanted to do the 75 hard challenge. And no matter what, I was going to do it. But due to the fact that I have the most amazing husband ever, he decided to do it with me. And today we're going to talk about a few things that have come up, questions that people have had. Now, if you do follow me over on social media at bchristine on Instagram, for the first time really ever, I haven't shared much about this. You know, when we started, we were originally going to start, actually, we were originally going to start two days from now. And, um, 
we had been talking about it and I had been talking about it from with Nathan. And honestly, I think he was getting a bit of anxiety just like talking about it. And one day, like right after we got home from Vegas, he's like, fuck it, let's just start. Like, I'm sick of talking about it. Let's just start. And you know how the universe works. I had already gotten our gallon jugs and I'd already like started talking to the person who preps our food about, you know, how we're going to do this diet plan. And just so you know, too, if you go and Google the 75 hard challenge, a lot of people look at it as a diet. It is 100% not a diet. You have to follow a diet during the program, but you don't actually have to be on any specific diet. You get to choose what your diet is. Um, the one stipulation though is no alcohol in the program. And here in a second, you'll hear how that will probably be, that was probably going to be the toughest spot for uh, Nathan. But so we got home from Vegas. Nathan said, you know, just fuck it. Let's just start right now. I'm sick and tired of talking about it. And I'll be honest with you, the fact that he just wanted to start it and he was going to get on board with me, I was like, heck yes, absolutely. Let's just do it. So we aren't technically going to finish um, like at my birthday. We're going to finish about a month and a half before. But um, all that to be said is I wanted to take today to kind of talk about the program and what we've experienced, you know, why we're doing it, what are like, what has the first few weeks been like. And so this is the halfway point. And um, at the second half of this podcast, uh, you're going to hear our finish line stories. So fingers crossed, we actually get there. Like I said, we have a halfway through the program to go. So just a quick recap for those who don't don't know what the 75 hard program is. It is definitely a mental challenge to complete the program. It's 75 days and you can't miss a step. So we actually have a board in our bedroom with the rules. There's an app on your phone. We decided to get the app. It's like five bucks. But the rules of it are for 75 days straight within a you know 24 hour period, you have got to complete two 45 minute workouts one must be outside and they must be separated by a minimum to three to four hours. So you can do whatever workout you want. So far, we've been doing a lot of walks. We work with our trainer. I've done some yoga, you know, ride bikes, a rollerblade, whatever you want to do. Um, but one of them has to be outside. And <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about it here in a second, but it has been the pretty much hottest summer on record here in Arkansas. A lot of the days have been well over 100. So we haven't had to walk in any rain at this point in time, but we have had to walk in 115 degrees heat. Um, for some, that may suck. For me, it's actually not that bad, to be honest. I actually hope uh, one day, and I'm probably going to, you know, kick myself for saying this, but I hope one day we actually get a walk in the rain um, during this program since we still have like another 38, I think 38 days. Um, but you have to do the two workouts. Like I said, you have to drink a gallon of water. You have to take a progress photo every single day. Obviously, you don't have to post it because I really haven't been sharing this journey on social media. I think I've posted about it maybe once or twice. And, you know, it's kind of different for me, to be honest with you guys, because I've pretty much share 90% of my life. But I think for me, I just really wanted to do this. I just wanted to do it for myself and I just wanted to complete it. So drink the gallon of water, take the progress photo, read 10 pages of a book. You have to follow the diet, um, the diet that you choose. And so for Nathan and I, we chose, um, basically Nathan said, you just fucking choose it. You cook it. So you might, you 
you just tell me what I have to eat, what I can't. Um, we decided to do no processed food. So my rule is nothing over six ingredients. So if it has more than six ingredients, I'm not eating it. And I've chosen not to do dairy just because I know dairy doesn't do well for me. So no processed foods and no dairy, but really honestly, it hasn't been that hard in that regard. For me, it's definitely no desserts has been the toughest. And then again, the no alcohol. So two workouts, gallon of water, progress photo, 10 pages of a book, follow a diet, no alcohol. And you have to do it every single solitary day. And if you miss a day, you're out. So um, I know that there's been, there's a lot of theories on this whole 75 hard, but I just wanted to kind of give you the halfway point behind the scenes for Nathan and I, and I definitely want Nathan's um, two cents in here as well, because for every single person is just going to be a different experience. And for him, it's a different experience, even than, even for me. So um, we have a few questions that we're going to answer that a few of you have asked. So definitely like a lot of my clients know that I'm doing it, close friends, his family, my family. Um, so a couple of them that we're going to kind of start with and you know, why did I do it? Well, I wanted to do it before I turned 40, babe, let's uh, get your point of view here. So why did you decide to do this with me? So I think you touched on it earlier. I decided to do it with you because um, before I turned 40, you uh, agreed to support me and to train for. And actually, once we said we were going to do the half marathon, you probably were more on top of things when it came to the training and the incremental increases in mileage and time and those things. So you supported me um, with something I wanted to do as a challenge to myself when I turned 40. And so uh, ultimately, I'm doing the same for you. So that's why I did it. Awesome. I just love you. Thank you. Um, so, you know, a lot of my clients earlier on in the year, I told them and I even told my social media audience and I may have even mentioned it here on the podcast that I was going to do it before I turned 40. I just knew I was and I'd put the date in my book and July 11th, it was going to be July 11th and we would have finished one week right before my birthday. It would allow Nathan to go to his 30 year college reunion. So that tells you how old he is. He's 48 for those who care. Um, so we did that half marathon eight years ago. Anyway, um, we were going to finish like right before his uh, 30 year college reunion. So he could obviously like enjoy the fun of that college reunion. And I knew in my mind that like, had I asked him not to drink that weekend, he would have basically told me, fuck off, I'm not doing it. So that's the reason why I wanted to finish right before that. And it would have been, you know, obviously just a week and a half before my birthday, but we decided to start early. So we got home from Vegas on Sunday and I kind of talked about it all week. And I was like, Hey, you know, like, obviously like Vegas is all the Vegas things. And we're not huge partiers by any means. Nathan's a much bigger partier than me, but when he's with me, I, I obviously calm him down, but we were having drinks and brunch. Brunch is my favorite meal of anything. You guys, like if I could have a last meal, it would definitely be the brunch with the, the mosa, mimosas and all the things, but we got home and literally three days later, he's like, fuck it, let's just start. And so we just started like, literally, it's that simple. And I want you guys to understand because obviously, this podcast has decided to return and everything I talk about is about a decision, right. And I feel like people think they have to have everything all planned out in order to do something that's going to be quite life changing. And it already has been for us. And we're going to dive into that here in a second. But you know, um, you feel like you have to have all your ducks in a row and know everything. And Literally, we just woke up and Nathan's like, done, we're starting today. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. And we just did it. And we figured it out. We just started 
two walks. We just started eating nothing. We went to the grocery store and we started eating nothing processed and we got the water bottles, you know, like you can do all the things to like just start. And it's it's honest to God, it feels like the biggest thing, but it's just a matter of starting. So for me, and we're going to get what Nathan was most scared of. And I think I know, and you probably already know kind of a little bit what he was probably most nervous about. But for me, the thing I was most nervous about, and to be a hundred percent honest with you and be a little bit vulnerable is, you know, this is my job. I tell everyone that like make a decision and I'm super confident and you can do anything if you just decide and choose. And I'll I'll be honest, like there's a bit of nervousness when I said I was going to start doing this. There was a little bit of nervousness, like what if I screw up? What if I do like make a mistake? What if I can't do it? You know, I don't think I didn't think I could ever do it. But like, what if I were to make a mistake? And like, what would people say if who am I to make a mistake? But, you know, I'm human, guys. I'm I mean, I'm one of the best coaches out there. And I know that to my core, but I also know that I'm a human being. And I would have never wanted myself to stop me from doing something just in case. And I think that is a lesson that I hear over and over and over again, whether that's being personal or business, is that I can't not do something in worry that I may not do it perfectly or it may not work out for the way that I wanted it to work out. And so I think that's a huge lesson for me is just like, yeah, I I may fail and I may have to tell someone that I fucked up and I may have to tell someone that, you know, I forgot to take the photo or whatever it is, because honest to God, if you're going to screw this up, if you're mentally committed, the thing you might forget is like taking the photo like that's probably the hardest one if you're actually thinking about like if you're really committed um there was one night early on i think around about what day eight or nine and you woke up like right out of bed at about nine o'clock and you were like oh my god i didn't take my photo and so i was like shit like and honestly guys once you're like three days in you're like so fucking in like i swear for anyone who's done it you'll probably say yes and by the way i would love your comments on this come and say hi to us on social media and send me an email Email, send me a text message at 501-222-3362. Just text me the word coach and we can start a conversation about the 75 hard because it, it is, it's, it's, it's really, really cool. But that is probably the hardest one is making sure that you actually take your photo. But so for me, it was like the challenge of not being able to do it and what would people say, but obviously I did it anyway. And I think that that's just kind of like the theme of my life and my business and why I've had success. But Um, also the second thing is for me, like not eating sweets for 75 days, I will tell you guys guaranteed and as sad as this sounds or whatever, guaranteed, this will be the longest time since probably ever, like literally ever, probably since I was a kid, teenager, all the things that I haven't ate some sort of dessert for 75 days. And so I will tell you in the beginning of this, and <laughs> we'll kind of go into this in a second, but in the beginning of this, I was eating dates because I was like, oh, this is a one ingredient food. It's natural. It's fruit. And my amazing client, Michelle, from the CEO of Nutrishmish, she's like, oh my God, Christina, those were so high in calories, and so much sugar. I was like, fuck, no wonder I didn't lose weight the first two weeks. Nathan's just over here laughing. I was like, damn it. Really? Oh, so definitely eliminating my date consumption right now. But um, yeah, like that was kind of my sweets. But I am super proud of myself saying that, you know, we're 38, 39 days in and I have not yet had any sweets. And I 100% would not like at this point in time, I'm so committed to it that like, 
you would literally have to put a gun to my head to make me cheat on my diet at this point in time. And that's a really, really cool statement for me. So babe, I'm going to turn it over to you. What were your biggest fears in starting this? And like, where were your anxieties? So I wouldn't necessarily say that there's fear or anxiety in doing it or starting it or whatever your exact question was. Um, It was more about, is it something that I really wanted to do? Um, And I think, like you said earlier, um, I don't like to talk about things. I like to take action and I like to just get things done. So um, honestly, if y'all know Christina, she's uh, pretty good about, you know, um, I hate to say beat you down, but she will strongly encourage you over and over and over again. And finally, I was just like, can we just please start? I'm tired of talking about it. Um, I read the book. I will encourage anybody who does it not to just look at the things, but to uh, read the book um, beforehand. And then if you want to read it as you go through the process as well, that would probably be good. But um, it definitely helped me understand some things by uh, by reading the book. So um, I wasn't really that worried about starting it. It was um, giving things up. So um, I enjoy drinking. Uh, I enjoy a drink. It helps me relax. Um, it's kind of um, how I I guess, reward myself. So I love food and I love wine and I love a good bourbon. Um, And so that was something that I I knew if I committed to it, I could do it. I I feel pretty strongly that anything I put my mind to, I can do. Uh, I'm not scared of that. It was just a matter of um, what, what, what would I do to like reward myself or how would I deal with things differently than I have in the past um, when it comes to like relaxation or uh, some type of enjoyment, you know, on, on the weekends or, you know, after a long day, just those things, I guess, was uh, what I knew that I would have to give up. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, and also, too, I think for you, it's figuring out your schedule, right? For you, it was kind of like, how are you going to frame your schedule? I think that that's a huge thing. And I've actually heard that from a lot of people. Well, when would I do it? I just don't have time. Yeah, I think in the book, it really addresses that. And that's part of the challenge is to get you to realize how much time you actually do have in your day. So, um, for instance, you know, I'm up at 4.15 in the morning, uh, gym by 5, office by 7, usually not home until 6.30 or so in the evenings. Um, so, for instance, in the morning to take the photo and read an extra 10 pages, which I do some reading and journaling already anyway, which was part of my morning routine. Uh, I realized I could just kind of hustle up a little bit more. And now instead of, you know, I got to be at the office at 7 a.m. Uh, now I'm probably leaving the house 7, 7.05. I'm still to the office by 10 or 15 after. And ultimately it hasn't drastically changed my schedule. It's more of a mindset. Um, in the evenings when I would get home, um, I would, you know, maybe have a drink, maybe, you know, go ahead and have dinner. And then I would spend time watching TV or that's what I would do to relax is just kind of veg out. And instead I get home and, you know, put my workout clothes back on and we hit 45 minutes and then come home and um, eat dinner and, and just, you know, still going to bed about the same time, still getting, you know, good sleep. Um, But it's really just kind of changing around your, your priorities and realizing you, you do have time. I've read something that says, you know, all the most successful people in the world or even in history, they got the same number of days and the same number of hours Uh, in their life as we all do. So it's a matter of what do you prioritize and what do you actually use your time for? And um, it's obviously helped me realize that I do have more time than I thought. It's kind of a cop out to say you don't have time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like, obviously you heard him, like he wakes up at 415. I wake up pretty much like 15, 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the day of the week behind him. Um, I like a little bit more time to chill out in the morning. So I go to the gym about 
anywhere between 6.30 and 7 every single day. But at nighttime, you know, we are, if you follow me again, uh, be Christina on social media, you know we go to bed early. Like I shut off from the world about 7 o'clock. So, but it's really only made about like a 30 to 40 minute difference um, on the back end of our days of like how much rest we get. So we may be getting like 30 minutes less rest, but I'll be honest, it, it's not that dramatic that it's changed a ton. Um, I will say there's probably in the first half of this experience. So like I said, we're about um, five and a half, five, five weeks, five and a half weeks in. Um, I will say there's probably only been about three nights that we've had to walk to where um, our outside workout, we have kind of been when the sun is going down type of situation. So I think there was the latest we've walked one night, I think was a pinch after nine o'clock. And that was, you know, we had uh, engagements with family or work and you just have to get it in. I know, and I do want to preface that, you know, we don't have children and I want to say like, I'm not an idiot. This would be way harder if you had kids. Like plain and simple, you would have to manage your time a lot differently. And so like I am the first person to tell you that. But um, you know, a lot of people say were you excited to try it? And I'll be honest, I was more excited than I was nervous. Like I was just excited to push myself. And that's just who I am. You know, I was asked on a recent podcast, it, it won't come out for the till the fall, but someone said to me, they said, um, you know, you've always been a hustler. You've always been a grinder. You've always been like working hard. That's something that you do. And obviously in the world that we live in right now, everything's about masculine and feminine and flow. And, and I said, you know, I like being a person who hustles. I like being a person who pushes myself. I like being a person who wants to do harder things and like push myself to be better all the time. And so I was really excited to try this. And I know that so many people have had amazing results. And I, I will say I I was excited to to try to get back into shape. Obviously, I, like if you know me, if you see me, I'm not <laughs> like I'm not completely beat by any means. Like I work out, I you know, I eat relatively healthy, but I'm definitely not in the best shape I've ever been. Mentally, I'm in the best shape that I've ever been. How much I love myself and how much I like myself, I'm in a, a fantastic spot, but Physically, I will tell you over the last few years, I I have never been a drinker ever my whole life. It's something that I could take or leave. But I will say over the last probably two years, I've I've drank a lot more than I ever have. And and Nathan always laughs because he's like, that's two drinks for you. But it's true. Like, I'll have two drinks probably three days a week. And for me, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, you call yeah, your idea of a drink is like, oh, it touched my lips. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not a huge drinker. But I will say, I will say, and this, this is true. I will have how many mimosas during the week normally now? During the week? Well, like. The weekend? Like, no, the, like seven days. Two? Yeah, but for me, that's a lot. Two or three. Like, I will have two or three drinks. On, like, on a Sunday, I will start my day with, like, two mimosas, and that is, like, my Sunday fun day. And then I might have one spicy margarita when we go for dinner, like, on a Friday. So, but really, maybe after golf with the boys, I'll have one drink. So I'm really a type of person who had, like, four to five drinks a week. But for me, that was a lot. And so I have noticed that, you know, I've gained some weight, and I'm not as toned as I used to be. So my hope has been that this was going to change that. Um, 
So I was excited about that. What what were you most excited about, if anything? I wasn't really excited about anything when I started it, except to prove to you that I could actually do it. That was probably my uh, driving force was um, just challenging myself and challenging you, challenging me to uh, actually do it, to stick with it and to um, follow the program and to really just get myself in a head spot. I mean, I said earlier that I was a little concerned about what's my reward going to be. And, um, you know, how am I going to deal with, you know, not coming home and having a drink after a long day, or, you know, I've had a, um, something happen positive at work or accomplish something. And I wanted to go have like a nice meal, which is normally how I would reward myself. So, um, I guess that's it. Yeah. So, um, for sure. I, I definitely think that like he w- wanted to do it just to prove to me that he could do it. And the funny thing is, it's like, I think that we've talked about this on one of our walks um, is that like, I always knew he could do anything he ever wanted. My husband is the person that I would bet on 11 times out of 10. He is the person that if you can't tell him he can do it, you bet your fucking ass put your life savings that he hundred percent can. I just didn't know if he really truly would commit to not drinking alcohol, which is, you know, we say that and we live in a world and it's so interesting because now that we've not been drinking, um, for the last, you know, five and a half weeks or whatever it's been, it's so interesting how many people have talked about how they have, you know, gotten sober or they're not drinking as well or whatever it is. And it's almost like what you focus on, you find kind of situation. And where we live specifically for sure in the Southern culture, it's like food and drink is everything. Like that's what you do. Like life, it revolves around going for meals and drinking alcohol. It really does. And it's kind of screwed up when you think about it, but it's just like way things are. And it's been, (laughs) okay. You have a comment on that. I completely disagree with you. It's not screwed up at all. I mean, a big meal. I have a big family. That's what we get together for. Think about all the holidays and no matter what country you're in, all the holidays revolve around food, Thanksgiving, Christmas, even Easter. Um, And, you know, not all families necessarily drink. My family drinks. We have wine or we have beers or we'll have drinks beforehand. I think it is not screwed up. I think it's very, very normal. So I kind of disagree. Well, we can agree to disagree. I just think, you know, if you actually break down what that's your family, that's your that you're relating that back to your specific family and what you did, I, I think. Well, maybe, but I'm also relating it to and, and I would love y'all's comments on this. Let us know. But I think food was traditionally made as fuel, right? Like the most healthy people, I don't think they use food all the time for fun they use it for fuel and i'll tell you the biggest change for us for a few weeks 100 was finding things to do because on weekends we went to dinner we had drinks we went to brunch we like went and had food with people right and so like for us that was like the biggest change for sure was figuring out things that weren't related to eating and drinking and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that for me, it's kind of like if if you're really supposed to use food as fuel and alcohol is actually bad for you. Like if you actually break down alcohol, it's like it is something that's not good for your body. It doesn't make you actually feel good. Like someone was explaining alcohol to me and obviously I'm not an expert, but I guess I didn't even realize that 
alcohol is like a depressant. And I guess I should have known that, but it's like when you drink alcohol, you're like, it's depressing you. So what happens is, is that that buzz is releasing some sort of chemicals. I'm assuming they're endorphins or whatever. They're releasing some sort of chemicals to make you have that buzz. And then the more you drink, the more chemicals that you are releasing to make you happy. But then the switch happens and you're almost like burnt out of chemicals. And that's the reason why you don't sleep well. That's the reason why you're dehydrated. That's the reason why you wake up in the night. That's the reason why you have a hangover. That's the reason why you're dehydrated. So it's actually not good for you. So I guess that's my thought process is food and alcohol shouldn't be a source of fun, in my opinion, but they are. And so it's just a kind of a weird deal just kind of thinking about the whole thing. But, you know, we're we're 100% allowed to have different opinions. I mean, that's the, hey, can like we can put this for the whole entire world right now. We can still love each other, still like each other, still respect each other and have completely different opinions. Um, okay, so let's talk about the first week. What did you experience during the first week? What were what do you feel like were the biggest changes your first weekend? So I think the biggest change and the thing that I learned the most out uh, from and I think is probably a big benefit, whether you are doing um, 75 hard or just in your day to day life. I know I did not understand the benefit of hydration or the negative um, things that can happen with you and your body if you are dehydrated. So. Uh, carry, you know, I don't love necessarily carrying around this big gallon jug of water, but that's the only way I know I don't get so busy um, throughout the day that I don't pay attention to what I'm drinking unless I have it in front of me. So once I started drinking it, I obviously people commented or people that are around me at work or my friends when, when I was carrying that around all heard all these different stories about uh, one friend of mine said he had a um, a friend of his, a, a lady who had a couple of children and she had suffered from seizures and just had all these health problems and went to all these specialists for like two years. And finally, she went to non-traditional doctor or whatever they're called. Um, and they did something and said, hey, are, you know, how are you hydration wise? And I think all she drank was uh, coffee, diet, Mountain Dews and wine. Um, and they found out it took her, you know, a week or so of like serious water consumption and getting her body hydrated and her seizures and headaches and all these major health problems that she'd had for like two years went away. So uh, I know I feel a lot better from, you know, just the hydration and how it affects your digestion. And there's things in the book um, that I read that I really I had no idea about. I know it's not good to be dehydrated, but in my mind, I never had any idea the how strong the negative and or positive effects could be on you from being hydrated. So probably took a week. It took the first week to, you know, get enough water in me to where I felt hydrated and just felt different from the hydration. Well, um, he and he definitely told me like a little TMI story about, you know, the whole like bathroom situation looks a lot different when you're hydrated too. Hey, babe. Yeah, that's something it also talks about in the book. And as I've kind of read up on it after I read that, it does have to do your, your um, I guess it's like your intestines. They've become dehydrated as well. So once you hydrate, it makes you go to the bathroom. Yeah, you're loving that. And your eyes are so clear. And even, <laughs> do you want to tell them what one of your uh, staff members said to you one day? Oh, how great my skin looks from being so hydrated. So if you want clear eyes, good skin, and um, good bowel movements, I guess, be hydrated. 
the water the water has been the thing for him absolutely for me the first week i'll i'll say it's like the clean eating for sure um as you guys know if you've followed me for a long time like i literally walk every afternoon for the last three years because it's just like a mental cleansing for me so i've always kind of been on the two workouts the only time that i didn't was like on the weekends nathan and i had always just do one like maybe hour walk and that's it so I've been kind of doing the two day workouts for a really long time, just not seven days a week consistently for 45 minutes guaranteed with three hour separation type of thing. For sure. That was um, that was something that like wasn't totally um, in my normal routine. But I will say it's kind of crazy. And people have told me this, but like this hasn't been that hard for me. If I'm going to be 100% honest, I think there's been maybe like three or four days that have been like, almost like you're just so tired, you would normally never push yourself to doing it. And by the way, that's the whole point of this. Like, the whole entire point is to push yourself to keep promises to yourself. The whole entire point is the mental challenge of doing the thing that you say you're going to do. So if you do want to look up the challenge, like I said, the 75 hard challenge, like there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people who have done it. There's Andy Frisella's book, there's his podcast, all the things. And I'm sure there's other people who have done their results on the podcast too, but for sure, a lot of this hasn't been that hard for me. The gallon of water is the easiest thing ever. I drink a gallon of water. I probably drink too much water. I drink a gallon of water before noon. So like that hasn't even been a thing. Um, consistently reading, it's I, I've always read, but like I haven't. Um, one of the cool things about this uh, that I think so far for me is that I've discovered is that one of the rules in the book is once you start a book for your 10 pages of reading every day, you have to finish the book. You can't go from book to book. And normally I'm a person who will read like half of it. And if I don't like it, I'll start a different book. And I forced myself to read a book this time that was very science based, but it, it's something that I really like, but it was called Mind to Matter. Um, but I would have probably, it, it's kind of like a Joe Dispenza type of book, but the science behind it. And since it was so sciencey and like data driven, I would have probably stopped it. And I'm really glad that I didn't. I finished it, you know, front to back. And so that was that I think is something that was probably the hardest thing for me is just making sure I follow like a clean eating diet and like the reading every day. But, you know, at the halfway point, you know, actually, what's your biggest takeaways from the halfway point? So we're pretty much at the halfway point right now, by the way. Let's talk about the halfway point fucking results right now, because as you can tell in my voice, I'm pissed. He's loving his life. Um, <laughs> everyone has said to Nathan, oh, my God, Nathan, you look awesome. And he does. He looks so fantastic. It almost brings tears to my eyes out of this whole challenge. I'll tell you, you guys, I wanted to do this challenge really bad for myself to say that I was going to do it. But I'll, if I'm being 100 percent honest. I wanted him to do it. I wanted him to do it so badly because I knew the results for him were, were going to be really life changing, not relying on alcohol, you know, losing a little bit of weight that he had to lose and like pushing himself to do this. And, you know, he's not being a hundred like we have one of the cool things about this. I, I'll, I'll say actually the coolest thing about this is that we are doing a nighttime walk and every day up until this point, we've done it together. So we have gone on 39 days consecutive walks together at night and it has by far been the biggest blessing. We're, we spend a lot of time together. We actually really liked each, like each other 19 years in, right, babe? Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time we really like each other. But getting in our afternoon walks together, by far, no questions asked, 
it's going to be worth every single minute um, just for me to have that. My love language by far is quality time. So getting that 45 minute walk with him at night and doing what we call the gratitude walk. If you guys haven't seen the video on my Instagram, you should really check it out. We do something called the gratitude walk and we've been doing this long before 75 hard, but now we're consistently doing it every day, if not two days on the weekend. Um, and it'll change your whole entire marriage. It'll change your life. Do it with your kids. It's, it's by far the best thing. But for me, you know, <laughs> everyone's telling Nathan, Nathan, you look amazing. And I'll let everyone, uh, I'll let you tell everyone your results so far. But for me, everyone's like, hey, you've got a great tan. And I'll, if I'm being 100% honest, I'll, even though this isn't a diet, you know, you're supposed to lose weight. You're supposed to like tone up. You're supposed to do that. And if I'm being 100% vulnerable and honest, I hate the fact that I really haven't lost any weight. I think I may, like we're weighing ourselves at the exact same time every Saturday. And I think I have lost maybe, if I remember the math correctly, like one and a half pounds. And I'll be honest, if I weigh myself tomorrow, it might be different. But Nathan's results have been a lot different, babe. So um, I'll start with the time and the mental, because, again, it, it's a it's an overall challenge. It, it's not just health based. And some people don't realize that. And I probably didn't think about it till I got started. So from a result standpoint, I've read like two books now. Uh, I love to read, but I used to always use the excuse that I don't really have time. So I know you touched on that earlier about being able to finish the book. So I've read a couple of books. I uh, just started another one yesterday. So I like reading. I love what I get out of reading. I love the little tidbits I get out of those books. So mentally, that has helped me dramatically. The time management has been huge. Um, just the mindset of, yes, I do have time to uh, take. it. It's um, I don't give myself much time. I'm really focused on my job and my career and just all the things that, that go along with my day-to-day -day life. It's forced me to make some choices that have um, allowed me to take time for myself. So the reading time and my quiet time in the mornings has actually been extended instead of like five or 10 minutes, which is what I used to do. It's more like, I don't know, almost 20 minutes now by the time I add the uh, additional reading in. So that's been a big change. Um, and then from a like physical standpoint, I think today I'm down about 11 pounds, uh, which I definitely needed to lose. Um, Christina kind of tracks my, has tracked my weight over the years. And I think I'm lighter now, like on the scales than I've been in probably three or four years, I think. Oh, at least. I think, I think the last time, I think 2016, you may have been lighter. Yeah. So definitely lighter weight I needed to lose. Um, I would oftentimes make you know, just the comment, gosh, I need to lose weight or man, I've let myself go. And um, it's great to actually do something about it. So physically, I feel better, um, lost some weight, sleeping a lot better. I think that has to do with the hydration. You love the fact that you don't think I'm snoring as much anymore. Y'all, it is game changing. This guy does not snore anymore. How crazy is that? And I definitely do think it's the hydration, but also you know, losing your belly for sure. 11 pounds is a lot and it's all come off your stomach. So anyway, yes, that's the case. I used to get up in the night like um, and have to drink water or just not getting a really good night's sleep, um, which I feel like I get now. Um, my trainer says that I'm now on the college athlete program. So I'm working. Uh, shout out to our trainer, Josh, who clearly does not need to blow this man's head up anymore. Cause Nathan even decided, you told me that on our walk last night. You're like, yeah, Josh tells me I'm on the college athlete training now. <laughs> oh God, Josh, what are you doing to this guy? He's already got confidence through the roof. 
Anyway, um, that was supposed to be a positive thing. I think she twisted that around a little bit, but I have enjoyed, uh, honestly, just getting stronger. Um, you know, played high school sports and and always lifted weights and worked out. Um, not not nearly as much as I do now, but even before we started this, I was you know four days, three four days with the trainer and always trying to do a little cardio on the uh, weekends. But it's it's really really exciting to to get stronger and to feel stronger and to see that change. It's definitely motivational. Energy levels are higher. So um, honestly, I'm getting way more out of this. I mean, I did it originally to one, prove something to you and to support you. Uh, but obviously, um, or honestly, I'm getting way more out of it than I ever thought that I would. And do you just want to touch on the alcohol situation too? I mean, yeah, the alcohol situation, I don't know. Again, I'm very confident in the fact that if I decide I'm going to do something, I do it. Um, I don't really feel like that I've slipped. It's not like I've like picked up a beer and not drank it. I mean, it hasn't been that difficult because when I decided I wanted to do it, I knew that I would do it. So I haven't had a drink in 30 whatever days today is. Um, I'll be honest. I was talking to somebody at the office and thinking back, I probably had started, let's call it drinking in high school. So I was probably 15, 16 years old um, and probably sounds pretty sad, but I can almost guarantee I haven't gone 30 days without having any type of alcohol since I was 15 or 16 years old. Yeah, that's just truly amazing. And and it's not like he drank. And, and like, I do definitely want to point it out that it's not that he drank all the time. Like, and when he was losing, like, there's been seasons, we've been together for like 19 years, there's been seasons where he won't touch a drink for five days, but come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he's gonna drink. And, you know, that's just pretty crazy to think that you haven't gone you know it's close to 40 days now we're getting closer to that 40 day 40 day mark and the funny thing is like we just got back from vegas um so you didn't drink like what tuesday through friday so you've actually probably gone a lot longer than that i think you may have had like one or two beers that week but you really were you were you were doing 75 hard test drive remember that night you're like yeah i'm only having one beer tonight i'm just prepping for my 75 hard yeah a little pre-game before 75 hard yeah, so really, you it, it, it feels like a lot longer than that. So all this to be said, guys, I know that this was a little bit longer. And this is like the first half of the podcast. So um, I will say it so far halfway in, it has been a huge blessing. It hasn't been as hard as we had thought it was going to be. It has been fun in some regards, it really has. And I do think that do you think it's been fun in some regards, like just like pushing ourselves and seeing a little bit of the results? Um, I don't necessarily call it fun. Um, I think it's, I think it's exciting. I think it's rewarding. Uh, my idea of fun and yours are obviously a little different. Well, that could be true, but it also is too. And we'll touch on this, I think on the last podcast about like our final results and like, you know, everything that we got out of it, but the cool thing, and we'll, we're going to definitely talk about this on the second half. Well, hopefully, you know, 40 days from now we remember, but how it's, kind of neat how it's rubbing off, especially in your office. People are drinking more water. People are pushing themselves. And that's a really, really, really cool blessing. So um, you guys, I hope you like this first half. And now for the results. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. I just wanted to jump in here real quick. On a recent podcast, I mentioned that I have been on over 100 free discovery calls over the last year. And I want to do the exact same thing in 2022. People often wonder, well, what do I get out of these calls? Men and women from around the world who are jumping on these calls are walking away from the calls 
with more clarity, figuring out the mindset block that's stopping them from feeling really confident to make more money, feel fulfilled, and know what next step they have to take in order to decide it's their turn. So if you've ever thought about jumping on one of these calls, I would absolutely love to talk to you. So feel free to send me a text at 501 222-3362. Text me the word call and we can book one of those calls or head over to the show notes and you've got a link to my website where you can book a free discovery call with me. Hey y'all, it's Christina. So you probably just listened to the first half of this podcast and you're thinking that this is going to be the second half and that was exactly what was supposed to happen um, when we recorded the first part of that podcast 20 something days ago. and. I didn't know if I was going to record this part. I didn't know really what I'm going to say. I still don't. And I don't know if I'm going to share it or not. Obviously, I'm going to have to talk to Nathan about it. Um, But it is day 53 of the 75 hard challenge. And this morning I woke up, went into the kitchen after Nathan got home from the gym and he looked at me and I thought it was just his funny face that he always makes um, in the morning when he gets home from the gym. And he turned to me and he said, I failed. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I forgot to take my picture last night. And I was kind of in shock. I was mad. (laughs) I was sad. I was sad for him. And you guys, in the in the grand scheme of life, this doesn't mean anything. But I'm just sharing. Um, I'm sharing this because I know so many people are going to do this challenge if they haven't already done it already. And if you've done it, you know what I mean when it feels like everything. <laughs> you know, I kind of look back at my times when I was doing um, television shows for the Golf Channel and they were competition shows. And when you're in that setting, it feels like it's life or death. And then you leave that setting and you realize it's not, and it's nothing. Um, but when you're doing 75 hard and you're 50 something days in and you have seen so many positive results and some negative too, I'm going to talk about those in the end when Nathan's with us. Um, but you just feel like it's everything and you feel like it's so devastating. And uh, I'm just devastated for my husband because this challenge has really been life-changing for him. You know, selfishly, I wanted to do this because a lot of you have seen the challenge before. A lot of my friends have done it. A lot of my clients have done it. And, you know, turning 40 this fall, I really wanted to push myself to do something great. And This is just what I thought I was going to do. And this is what I am going to continue to do. And mark my words, you will get a final podcast and there will be 75 days. But all that to be said is this morning on day 53, I'm sad. I'm so sad for my husband because he has seen so many amazing changes. And in the last 53 days, 52 days, whatever it is. And he's lost like 13 pounds and he's so proud of himself and he's doing all the things that make him feel great. And then you forget to take your photo. And I kind of blame myself because every night I always say, hey, did you check your boxes? Did you do your things? And last night I was so tired because I was working. I had a mastermind call and then I had to walk after and I was just exhausted and I'm 
a lot of times at night I'm really exhausted. Like I go full out during the day. I try to do my best at everything I do and I just get tired. <laughs> and by eight o'clock at night, like I can barely keep my eyes open. And I turned over and I said, I'm sleepy and I fell asleep and it's not my fault and it's not his fault. I mean, we have alarms. He knew what he had to do. God, it took everything for me this morning not to go. I fucking told you to do that photo every morning. I told him for like 50 days, but I didn't because he already feels bad enough. You guys, he feels bad. And that's the reason why I'm telling you this is because as amazing as this challenge is and as amazing as it teaches you and he's the first person he said this morning he goes i know that i could have just checked the box i know that i didn't have to tell you but that's not who i am and i 100 percent keep my word and that's the reason why i love him you guys it's one of the many reasons why i love him so much is he was honest as shit and he turned to me and he said i'm gonna finish this and there's no doubt in my mind he's gonna finish it but I also know that he's a human being and he's so disappointed and he's so mad at himself over a stupid photo and he knew he needed to take it. But you guys know how it is. You're, you're busy. Life is busy and you forget in the span of one minute. But that's the point of this challenge, right? There's one little slip up and you fail because of that. And it's not, and that, the reason why I don't like this challenge in a lot of regards is because there is so many people, I promise you, and I'm sure a little part of him, even a little part of me was like, fuck, I just want to quit now. And I'm sure there's a part of him that wants to quit because you're not winning, right? And that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't like this challenge is because it's an all or nothing mentality, good or bad, win or lose success or failure. And that's not the way life goes. You know, my husband has been through so much in his life. I mean, he's come from nothing. I mean, he's been sued for tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> he's gone through so many challenges, the loss of people. And this is just a blip on the radar and it's nothing. But in the moment, you feel like it's everything. And that's why I wanted to come up here today and record this little moment and just tell you guys that like if you do this challenge there's going to be times where you feel like you're failing and maybe you will maybe you will forget to take your photo or drink your water or read your 10 pages or you'll accidentally eat something that wasn't on your diet whatever it is you know i think i told him this morning and i really didn't want to talk to him because i know he already feels shitty you know it's like your kid right like you want to make sure your kids okay i'm sure that's the way a lot of you parents feel but I love him so much and I don't want him hurting. But I also know too that this could be the double down. This could be him going, you know what? I'm going to finish this fucking thing. Whether I forgot to take one, one photo or not, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Maybe I'll even do it even better than I would have in the last 23 days or whatever we have left. You know, he's the only person who can make that decision now. But I just want you to know that I think this challenge is, it's, it's good in some regards because yeah, this is the way life is guys. Like as much as the world doesn't want to tell you this, like there is things like you fail, you fucking lose, you get your ass kicked and then bad things could happen, whether that's in business, relationship, whatever it is. But it's also 
on the flip side of the coin, it's like, what are you going to learn from it? Yeah, you failed. He is not going to complete this challenge the way that you're supposed to do it. And I pray that I do. But, you know, shit happens. I'm going to do my fucking best. And I will tell you, there was a tiny blip in my head going, I don't want to take my photo. Because I don't want him to fail and me win. But I also know that doesn't do anyone any good. It doesn't do anyone any good. Me being strong through this and telling him and encouraging him for the last 20-something days to double down is exactly what I'm going to do. So I'm going to finish this motherfucker. I'm going to take my fucking photo in the morning so I don't forget at 8 o'clock at night. (laughs) God, I just want to go back to last night and roll over and not be so fucking tired and tell him to take his photo. And it's not my fault. And he knows that. And me making it my fault makes him feel worse. So I'm not going to do that. I've never even said these things to him. But... I just want everyone to know that, like, if you're planning on doing something like this, like, there, you might fail. But I want you to know that, like, just like I preach all the time, failure is not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, what are you going to do from the failure? So we have another 20 something days, and you guys are going to hear it at the end of what we did. And I pray and I know, I know my husband. I know my husband has, my husband's had nothing easy in his life, and he has ground out everything that he's done because of who he is his integrity to be honest and push through and do the hard things this is a tiny little blip on the radar i know it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of life but it feels like it in the moment and i just wanted to share this i wanted to be raw and vulnerable with you guys because i know that there's some of you who've probably done this and maybe there's some of you who go ah it doesn't really matter i'll just check the box You don't have to check the box and you can still finish. And that's what we're planning on doing. I know that today is going to be a rough day for him. It's a rough day already for me. (laughs) And I'm thankful. I think God knew that I didn't start clients until like 11 this morning. And I needed this time to like process and get my head right so I can go and be the best version of me and and best version of myself for my, my clients, the podcast. I'm actually speaking in an event today. but. Gosh dang, this has been an experience and I'm so grateful still to this moment that we did it. We have another 20 something days and we'll pop on here at the end and tell you how it feels. And hopefully by then he'll want to tell you his side and how he felt and how he feels at the end. But I just wanted to be raw and open with you guys and tell you that sometimes you do fail and it doesn't mean you're a failure, but It also means, too, that sometimes you get your ass kicked when you don't do things in a certain way. So just like everything, it's both and, both great and sucks, (laughs) to be honest with you. So I will uh, look forward to the next 20 something days and you guys get to hear what that what that is right now. Oh, we are done. It is the day after our last day. How do you feel, baby? I'm happy we're done. You know what? You say that. You could, okay, you guys, we have so many questions from you and from us and everything. So this is the final recap. You guys are going to want to stay tuned for this part. But um, going back to you saying you're glad that you're done. Um, do you want to tell me the story that you mentioned to me in the car today about how you felt at Josh yesterday morning? Josh is our trainer. Um, 
I'm not really sure. Oh, so you're talking about when I said I was working out and I was kind of sad because I was like, you know, I'm finishing 75 days of something that was actually hard, just like it says. But then it was like, when it's over, it's over. It's just another day. So I got up this morning and it was just another day. You choose what you're going to do with your days. So it was good that it's over and there's a lot of benefit from it. But at the end of the day, when you're done, there's still just another day after that. Yeah, it was interesting that you were sad. You're like, oh my gosh, we've done this for 75 days straight. And obviously, you know, um, since I recorded that little middle piece about day 53, I think it was, where you came home, you looked me in the eye, and you told me I failed. And that day was probably like the hardest day, but it was one of the greatest days of this whole entire process. And even though, quote unquote, you failed, you came out of this process light years ahead of me, to be honest with you. Um, Okay, so just so you guys know, we will kind of give you the results right now. Nathan, he ended up, do you want to tell everyone? Why don't you tell everyone? Uh, No, I'll say what I did. Okay, you guys, (laughs) and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this here in a second, because the mindset behind it, you guys know, mindset's everything, right? The mindset behind what I have, what I've done in the last 75 days is actually, um, really difficult if I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I kind of cried the other day, not because uh, the other day, I by the other day, I mean yesterday. <laughs> it feels like forever. Um, I cried because you just expect something to be happening and it perhaps doesn't happen the way that you want it to in your mind. So all that to be said, over the last 72 days, I lost two pounds. And I'll be honest with you, it could be water weight, it could be a pound more or a pound less, but overall, I saw zero change on the scale. And as a female, as a female who struggled with um, weight, body image, appearance, all the things in the last, you know, last seven years, I've done really well. But before that, it was a hot mess. And that was really, really hard for me, if I'm going to be 100% honest with you, seeing only a two pound loss. And not feeling like this has been that much of a dramatic change in my life was actually hard. But we'll talk about that in a second. But drum roll, please, because this challenge has been life changing for you, babe, hasn't it? Do you want to tell everyone what your results were? So are we just talking about weight results? My weight result is I lost 17 pounds. So I went from 185, right at 185 to 168.1. So I like miss my goal by like 0.1. I know you don't like me to say that. Okay. So I don't think that's missing your goal. I think 168.9 would have still been your goal. Like, I think it's such bullshit where people are like, oh, I made $912,000, but they don't say that they made a million or I made 91,000 and they don't make six figures. That's a lie. You did. You, you literally lost 17 pounds. Yes, I lost 17 pounds. If that's the results we're talking about, 17 pounds were lost. I'm so friggin' proud of you. You look sexy as hell. And if you guys haven't checked out on my Instagram and Nathan's Instagram, um, the before and after pictures, (laughs) mine pretty much look exactly the same. Uh, Nathan, though, however, looks dramatically different. So be sure to head over to my Instagram at bchristina to see that, um, the before and after pictures for sure. But we are going to go into much more than, you know, how much weight did you lose? Because we all know this is a mental challenge. It's so much more than a weight loss challenge. And that's exactly what I'm trying to focus on. Because if it was a weight loss challenge, I really fucking sucked at it. But a mental challenge, I think I did really well. I will say people 
people are asking what the hardest part was for me by far the hardest part was Sundays <laughs> Sundays was my worst day like my second workout on a Sunday I was like I don't want to do this and he's like are you literally crying like a six-year-old on Sunday afternoons <laughs> That was me. Sundays are my favorite day of the week. And like Monday through Friday, this was total singe. But like Sundays, I just wanted to have the afternoon just to chill because we are such go, go, go people. So it was one of those things that I was like, oh, my God, I really want a Sunday afternoon. But what was the hardest part for you? Uh, the hardest part for me was not drinking. So I enjoy drinking and um, I enjoy a good meal. And that's kind of how I celebrate things. So I would say the no alcohol for 75 days was the hardest thing for me. And people were wondering by far, you know, what's the best thing about it? For me personally, I think the best thing about it, and if I'm going to be kind of mushy here, I love the fact that for 75 days, besides like, I think like what, 71 days, you and I at least had one workout together, maybe 73 days. I think there was only two times ever. Yeah, I think there was only maybe two, two or three times that we didn't do our afternoon workout together. Yeah. And so selfishly, I will say that my favorite part was getting to connect with you. And, you know, it was interesting even today. I was like, you know, I'm not for me personally, like the one deprivation was sweets. Like I have a sweet tooth for sure, but I relied on dried apricots, dried um, dates and plums, like basically like prunes um, and fruit, frozen fruit. I loved a good frozen grape. That that was kind of my dessert. But like, I'm definitely not craving desserts right now. Um yeah, it was like that was like my only kind of deprivation, but I really don't miss it. And I was telling Nathan today, I was like, you know, I think the reason why I always wanted to go for ice cream before was so I got 20 minutes in the car with you to go for ice cream. And now I can just eat some frozen grapes and get to go on a 45 minute walk with you. So for sure, my favorite part was um, the afternoon walks with you. What was your favorite part? What were your biggest, biggest takeaways? Um, I've shared this several times. I think my biggest takeaway was the whole uh, hydration, like how important hydration is to your body and to your mind and, um, reading the book and kind of understanding it, or at least reading about it and then living it probably took me seven to seven or eight days, probably of drinking a gallon of water today until I was like, man, I really, I really feel different. Um, so just in my body, I felt different. Um, used to have like kind of sinusy problems and snoring problems and some of those things that seemed to have really gone away and i think a lot of that had to do with the the hydration just feeling better no foggy head um and just some little you know health things or uh, sinus things or joint things or whatever that seemed to go away just by by being hydrated you know, the only thing on you that that grew was your beard. Everyone's been loving the beard on Instagram, but like you have the thickest beard ever. You guys, I can barely run my hands through the thickness of this beard. But now Nathan's got like this weird tick that all you do now is like hold on to your beard and comb your beard and tangle your beard. But today is the day. It's my new toy. But today is the day after 75 Hard. So tomorrow's Friday. Um, you guys are listening to this Thursday, one week exactly from today that we're recording it. So we're recording it today on, I guess, what is it, the 18th today, and you're going to listen to it on the 25th. But you haven't shaved it yet. Are you looking forward to the shave? Everyone on Instagram, I took a poll, and it's so interesting. I love y'all on my social media, at Christina. I always put up polls. And the things that you guys vote on are so hilarious. Like, I had hundreds of people vote on your beard, and, like, Literally, I think like three people said cut it. Everyone else was like, oh, keep it the same or just like 
groom it because it is 100% not been groomed. This is like a hot mess on your face right now. What are you going to do with it? Um, I'm not really sure, but I'm going to take my time, maybe like do some different mustaches and beards and like just take my time trimming it up, get some good pictures, really enjoy my time with getting back down to a slick face. I am so excited for what you look on the other side. You're going to look so young. We're going to dye it up too. Hell yeah. We're going to throw a little dye in that. You're going to look like a fucking supermodel, babe. Like the abs, like you're even standing here without your shirt on. He does have pants on folks, but you're standing here in a closet in our corporate apartment because we're about to go to the Keith Urban concert, which I found so funny that like literally the week before we started 75 hard, we were in Vegas. We went to the Keith Urban concert and then tonight is our first full day off and we're we're going to the Keith Urban concert in Northwest Arkansas. So it's like such a full circle moment, like literally two and a half months later. Um, here we are. And um, we're standing here in the closet with you without a shirt on. And you look phenomenal. Like, do you feel really proud of yourself? I know that's really hard for you to say, but are you proud of yourself? Yeah, I'm not really a proud of myself kind of person. So I don't, I don't really even know how to answer that. Be truthful. You have to be proud of yourself. You literally have done this challenge to the book besides missing that photo that one time, which I still feel really bad about, even though I know it's not my fault. And I'm just think I think it's so fucking incredible that you decided in that moment, in that exact moment, like 50 something days in that you were going to continue. And I'm so proud of you that you did. You have to be proud of that. How can you not be? Yeah, that's just... Um... I don't know. That's just me. I put my mind to something and I do it and keep doing it until it works out. There's lots of things I've been working for many, 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 many years on to figure out that I still haven't figured out, but I haven't quit. I don't quit. And it's not easy for me to take compliments or to be proud. Just being honest. Yeah. Well, I know everyone else is proud of you. I know I am so friggin' proud of you. Um, going back to that whole, like, um, the day that you came home and you said, oh my gosh, I forgot to take my photo last night. You know, I really think one of the things about 75 Hard is like, I don't believe this program is for everyone. And I want you to hear that. And I know that that could be, um, I'm sure Andy Frazella would, you know, cuss me up and down for saying that. But I really do not feel like this program is for everyone. And the reason why I say that is, well, there's a couple reasons. Number one, the all in mentality. You guys, this is a win or lose. Like there's no learn here. There's nothing. It's just like you win or you fail, like win or fail. And technically by the book, Nathan failed because he forgot that one photo. And yet I think he absolutely won. I think the biggest problem I would see is that let's say maybe someone's 10 days in or 12 days in or even 30 or 50 days in or 60 days in and they're so close to hitting that finish line and they quit because they missed one part of it. And that all in all or nothing mentality, I think, is really harmful to a lot of people because I think one of the things that I have learned about the 75 Heart program is that people who do it, they want to do it again and again and again. It's because it feels like safe while you're on it. You know exactly what you have to do. There's no, you know, um, gray area. There's no okay, like I can be 80, 20. Cause I believe personally, that's what life is. And I will tell you, like, obviously, you know, nothing I can say for sure about life, but I can pretty much tell you with all certainty, I will never do this program again. Not because I don't think it's a good program, not because I don't think that like we had, you know, success and a lot of learns from it. But I think like the all or nothing mentality is not necessarily the greatest mentality to live by because 
the structure is not real. It's kind of like someone telling you they're going to be keto for the rest of their lives, or they're going to do, you know, vegetarian or vegan or intermittent fasting for the rest of their lives. And that if as long as you can stay on it for the rest of your life, and you're not depriving yourself, okay, fine. But this is like, you can't not do anything, basically, like you can't have a drink of alcohol. Well, if you're an adult who knows moderation and wants to have a drink of alcohol every once in a while, I think you should be able to do that. And I think you should not be you know, in my words, I always say, like, I don't want to live like an asshole. I don't want to be like all or nothing mentality. And I think that that's one of the scary things about this program is it is an all in mentality. I think for a season doing it one time, it's fine. But living on this, I think it's when you get off, if you start living like an asshole and treating yourself like an asshole, I don't think it's necessarily the best program. What are your thoughts? Um, I would disagree. I would probably do it again. Um, I think there's been a lot of benefit from it. I think it's given me structure. I think it's given me um, some goals that I am I am happy to have met those goals and to like have that specific drive, um, those specific things to do every day. So I, I would disagree. I, I would say that I would do it again um, as far as the you know, black or white, um, right or wrong, all in, all out. I just don't think they think that that's reality. Yes. Did I miss taking a photograph? Um, you know, one evening, 50 something days in and quote, technically you fail, but that's not reality. I mean, I could give you, I could talk for hours on all the things that I've done that I've quote, technically failed on, but that didn't mean you had to start all over from scratch. That didn't mean you but, had to quit. That but that's anything. what the program tells you. That's what the program tells you. If like technically you were supposed to start from day one. Technically, the day you missed one thing, you had to start from scratch. That's the part I don't like about it, because that's when a person 53 days in doesn't go back to day one and start fresh. Like that is the part that I see the issue with. I see like the failure part, like you were technically not supposed to continue on. You would technically be on like, I don't know, day 30 or something like that today. Yeah. Who's who's gets to decide? Andy, that's the quote unquote, the program. Yeah, I don't care what he says the program is. I got to decide, not Andy. I didn't do I'm not doing it for anyone else but myself. So, yes, I decided that I had a little mishap, but I wasn't going to quit and I wasn't going to start over. I used it somewhat as motivation to make sure that that didn't happen. So, fuck Andy. I don't know. Yeah, but that's exactly it. Like, I love that. I love that mentality. But I think there's a lot of people and you guys, we would love your feedback on this. I think that there's a lot of people who would technically feel like they failed and then they would fall off. They would be like, oh, I forgot to take the photo. So I'll have a drink or I'll start eating bad or I'll miss one workout or I'll do it for 30 minutes instead of 45 minutes. I think that that's like the whole point is like, it's you do it until you do it. And I think that that's the part that like I find difficult because I think a lot of people don't know how to survive. Like you knew how to go, I'm not letting this stop me and I'm playing full out. It's not like you like forgot one photo and then you kind of started weaning off. You're like, no, I'm still playing full out. And I think a lot of people don't know how to do that. Yeah, people need to learn how to do that. That's life. You work and work and work and you may have a small setback that doesn't that, that almost never knocks you all the way back to square one. You've lived and you've learned and you've gotten something from it and you figured something out and maybe you stumble. Maybe you take a step back. Maybe you take two steps back. That doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, well, I either need to quit or start all over again. That's just not reality. That's just not how it is. I understand the the program. Um, but I, I think I learned from it. Did I feel great about it? Was I upset about it? Was I frustrated with myself about it? Yeah. But 
I still feel like I finished the program technically or not technically or whatever. That's what I did. Yeah. And I think that that's like one of the main reasons. And again, guys, I would love your thoughts on this. Please send us a text message at 501-222-3362. I'll grab Nathan's, um, you know, input on it as well. But like, I think that's one of the reasons why you are so successful, because you don't treat it as a failure. You just like, I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to keep going. Like you have literally come from nothing and created like a multi, 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 you know, million dollar business. And it's because you have that mindset. And I think that's the greatest thing you could possibly have. And that's the reason why you continued on this. I feel like not everyone has that. Do you think, is there anyone this program would not be good for? No, I don't think that there is. I think if you go into it with the right frame of mind, I don't see how it could do anything but be helpful. If you go into it with the wrong frame of mind, any kind of program can be negative. But no, I, I think it's very positive. If you, if you really look at it, I think it's really some very simple things. Yeah. And and again, I think that this is why we're having this conversation is I kind of disagree. I think people, especially women who have dealt and women and men who have dealt with eating disorders, I can see how this could take you down a slippery slope. I'm actually I'm I'm sad I didn't lose more weight because I had a weight goal as well. Um, you know, in 2018, if I'm being very vulnerable and I can't believe I'm saying this online, but <laughs> or on the web, but in 2018 was the year that I gained 10 pounds. And I have been since 2000 like Christmas 2018, so 2000 Christmas 2017, I have been 10 pounds heavier and I have literally been the exact same weight for the last five years within two pounds. I have never gone over the two pounds and I've never gone under the two pounds. I have a lot of muscle in my body. I don't think that I have a bad body. I don't think like I'm not hating on myself or anything like that. But I did have a goal to get into the 130s <laughs> and 139 pounds was my goal. And I didn't get there. And it was sad to me. And I, our people were asking, like, what was our nutrition plan? Because you get to pick your own nutrition plan. And our nutrition plan, I think I said it on the first part of the podcast was we did, you know, um, just a very like basic diet, nothing more than um, seven ingredients, like whole foods. And I think if I was having to count calories or do macros, I don't even know how to do that, you guys. <laughs> but if I was having to be super strict, I know there was probably part of me in the back of my brain that would be a little more strict and a little more strict and a little more strict. I had a client, I've had numerous clients actually tell me that they started to lose a lot of weight and it triggered that maybe I can lose more, maybe I can lose more. And I think that if you do have eating disorder type of thoughts or issues or body image issues, just be really careful what diet plan you choose and that you don't overdo the working out in my personal opinion that obviously opinions are like assholes everyone has one but that's mine what's the question <laughs> never i think for me that you know what you guys what i know a lot of women listen to this podcast so that's it you know we did have a question from someone that said if someone starts this program let's say they're two weeks into this program and they don't think it's for them do you encourage them and I think I know my answer. I think I know yours. Would you tell them that it's OK to quit or would you tell them to, to follow through? I would tell them to follow through. If you start it, finish it and you'll learn something from it. I totally agree. I think even if you think it's the worst thing on the planet, 
follow through because you made the decision. Every single time I say I make a decision, I'll go all in. I'll play it out for, you know, it's 75 days of your life. It's truthfully not that long. Like we were talking about that today, how like it literally feels like forever and it feels like over in an instant. So if you decided you're going to do it and it's not for you, too fucking bad, play it till the end, I think. Um, Someone else asked a good question. Do you think that you would have done this not as a couple? No, you and I spend way too much time together and I think it would have been way more. You might have done it. I'm going to rephrase that. You might have done it without me. I would have not done it without you because I wouldn't. um, I mean, you're my partner through the whole time, right? You're my accountability partner. I was your accountability partner. We held each other accountable. I mean, it's hard to get away with um, like cheating or not doing the right thing when you're doing it with the person you sleep with every night. So, I mean, no, I, I don't know that I would do it without you. If I had to do it again, now that I've done it once, I might be able to do it without you, but I would probably have never done it. And the reason we did it was because you wanted to do it. So I may not have ever done it, period, if it wasn't for you. Yeah, I, I would have definitely done it because I know that, that I wanted to do it before I turned 40. And you guys, if you didn't know, that's the whole reason why we did it is because I turned 40 this fall and we were going to do it to where I was. it was going to like end right around my birthday. But it just worked out that, you know, we're done now a couple months before my birthday and it's totally fine and everything worked out like we were talking about it. Like Nathan had a really stressful couple weeks or months, really. And you even said like probably 10 days in, you're like, God knew we needed to do this because I'd be drinking every single night. And now I'm um, just walking every single night, which speaking of the walking, um, a good question that came in was, are, are you going to continue any of this or are you going back to your normal life? So what are your thoughts? Um, I am planning on maintaining almost everything. I really enjoy. I love to read, but I never, quote, have time for it. And I've changed my morning routine up. So it takes me an extra, I don't know, 10 minutes or something to read. Uh, 10 pages every morning. I've enjoyed that. Gotten through three and a half books or something like that. Um, I love the walking in the evenings because normally I would come home after a long day or a stressful day and have a drink and sit there and just worry. Or, you know, a lot of times you and I would really wouldn't even talk because I'd be frustrated and my mind would be on work or whatever my problem was. So, um, you know, that that second workout in the evenings has been great. I've learned the benefit with or without uh, 75 hard, the benefits of hydration. So, no, I, I think I'll, I'll slow down or cut back some on the on the alcohol intake as well after this. So, no, I think overall I'll maintain the majority of it. Yeah, I think, you know, I'll be honest, like I said, it kind of in the beginning, not much throughout this change for me. I promise you I won't be doing two workouts on a fucking Sunday. I'll tell you that right friggin' now. Um, One long one one on a Sunday. I'm fine with one long one in the morning, but I ain't fucking doing it in the afternoons. I do not want to do it on a Sunday. Exactly. And I did. I bitched. Like, how many... How many times did either one of us bitch? I think there was maybe three or four times that I was like, wow, my legs are really tired. And then I think there was two Sundays where I probably bitched and moaned for the first 10 minutes of the walk. Was there anything that was like really hard for you? Were any any days really hard? Oh, you did have that. Was it the foot thing? Yeah, that was the only thing I had like, which I've never had them before, is I had shin splint like in my left um, leg and it hurt really, really bad for about two weeks, but just went, got through it. Were you being a big old bitch? No, 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 honey. That would be you, the big old bitch in the family. (laughs) You guys, we, like, some of the things that we say to each other should not be online. I don't know about y'all, but our conversations to one another, like, we could actually get called. Like, if someone was, 
like listening in on our conversations, they'd be like, wow, those people need an intervention. Uh, I would probably call them way worse. A bitch is actually like a kind name. Um, <laughs> was there uh, any point during this that someone asked any point during this that you considered quitting? Like whether it was like the first couple of days or the last few days or middle? No, whenever actually I'm the one who said I'm tired of talking about this. I'm tired of like, oh, let's ease into it. Let's do this or let's do that. I was like, let's just do this and get it over with. So no, once I started, I was not going to quit. That's just not me. Yeah. And you guys, I think that that's such a cool example too. Like if you're considering doing this, literally buy a one gallon jug of water and fucking do it. Like it's that simple. Like I think, you know, it's just like everything I explain to clients all the time or even in business. It's like, Make a decision and just fucking do it. Quit thinking about it. Don't put it off. Like, go all in. If you want to do 75 hard, newsflash, you can start tomorrow. Like, tomorrow's Friday. Start tomorrow. Like, it it can be a Friday. It can be, like, the 25th. It does not fucking matter. And by the way, we did, what, two holidays? We traveled a ton on the weekends. Our time management is, like, I've always had good time management because I'm such a fucking planner. But, like, we crushed it and that's a cool thing too is like there wasn't one day that like we got close to midnight i think the latest we ever got done because we had to like plan around like family stuff which by the way that's a question that was asked too um like i think the latest we ever got done one night was like maybe 9 30 or 10 o'clock and that's late for us yeah we just that's not what we do we usually don't stay up that late typically so i don't i didn't think it was that big of a deal go you know just our normal day get up at four, go work out, go to work, come home, work out, eat, go to bed, do it again. Yeah. And it was like total Groundhog's Day. And that's the point. But also, too, I think what's um, helpful is like we knew the day before what we were doing like for the next day. So like we had everything scheduled out. Like if we were going away for the weekend, like we went to down to Louisiana, we went up to Northwest Arkansas, we went to Texas, like we were, we went different places. We never flew during this time. And I think this is the longest extended period of time that I've never flown. We're going to Mexico next week. People ask, how are we celebrating? Tonight we're going to um, Keith Urban, which you guys will hear this a week later. And the day after this podcast comes out, we're going to Mexico for like four days. Uh, We put that on the schedule the minute we planned 75 hard, we wanted something to look forward to so i would definitely tell you that like put something on the fucking schedule that you're looking forward to um we're almost done with all the questions i know this is a really long podcast but i hope you guys are loving it and please let us know um our 100th podcast episode is coming up so soon and everyone wants you to interview me are you excited about that that's kind of a little teaser for a few uh few podcasts out you guys be sure to subscribe to the show rate and review chance to win a hundred dollars share it with a friend all of the things but are you going to interview me for our 100th episode baby i'll do whatever you ask me to do honey just like always i'll be so excited to be involved in your 100th episode will you be so serious or will you be funny um probably both (laughs) because you want the questions ahead of time don't you yes i need questions i need them all written down i need them in order of importance i need all the things a nice timeline would be helpful oh fuck me how do i live with an enneagram one planner okay last couple questions here because we do want to wrap this up and we appreciate you guys so so much and if you are going to do it if you have any questions please reach out to either one of us nathan do you want to share your instagram handle with all the followers out there just because um everyone loves you you're always on my stories you never post on yours which by the way next thursday which is actually the day that you're listening to this nathan's gonna post his um we're gonna have 
uh, Tricky Ricky, who's my amazing um, assistant, but she's so much more than an assistant and you love her so much. She's going to post all of our photos. Are you so excited? Thank Tricky Ricky. Thank you, Tricky Ricky. And yes, I'm so excited for her to help with that because, you know, I do a lot of posting, but it's always nice to have some help. Oh God, you post nothing. Um, But if what is your Instagram handle? If people want to come say hi, which you'll never post. You guys, he doesn't even fucking know. He's looking at me like at JN Salter one. <laughs> Yes, that's right. And there's no photos. He crushed that. But you guys will see him on mine. All right. Uh, Last couple questions. One was, how did you explain this to colleagues, family, friend? Because this is something that I was actually really nervous about because I knew that this was like foreign as fuck to your family. So like I was nervous, especially during Fourth of July, where your whole entire family was around. And there was a couple of moments that I was like kind of you know, disheartened by some of the things, but how did you explain it? And like, how were you about it? Because by telling someone in your family that you're not drinking or eating like fried food, they looked at you like your head had fallen off. Yeah. I don't really care. I just told them what I was doing. I didn't really worry about what they thought or what they said. I mean, at the end of the day, they're my family and they, I mean, whether they would do it themselves or not, they're going to support me in doing it, whether they agree with it or not. Didn't really matter. I told them and didn't really care what they said or thought. Oh, my God. The difference between a boy and a girl, right? No, I'm pretty good at not letting people stop me. I sometimes do get my feelings hurt. But one of the cool things about it was um, one of Nathan's cousin's wife. I was just having the conversation with her while we were this was during Fourth of July. And I was explaining it, the program to her and just kind of just a quick chat. And like three weeks ago, she called me and she's like, Oh, my gosh, I'm on day 10 of 75 hard. I almost cried. I was like, Oh, my gosh, it matters. This matters. You're like inspiring people who like, in my personal opinion, like, obviously, I don't know her a ton. But I know kind of like your family and this whole world. And it's a very foreign, like what I do, no one even your family even knows what I do, let alone, um, you know, the mindset stuff behind it and like the Andy Frazella and the 75 hard and pushing yourself to your limits and all the things. But when she reached out to me, I was like, oh, my God, can you believe Kelly's doing this? Yeah. Because people see it and they hear about it and they see the positive side of it. And I think you explain it and I think I explained it very well. I have several people in our company that are interested in it. I actually offered to buy anyone in my company the book if they were willing to actually do it. Um, I had one of my guys today that said, buy me the book. I'm going to do it. Shut up. No way. Who's doing it? Mike. Oh, I'm so excited. That makes me so happy. And one of the girls at your office did come. What did she say to you? You need to tell everyone this was the best. When Bambi came up to you and tell, me, tell, tell everyone what she said to you. She came up to you and told you one day about your face. What did she say? Oh my God, you can't oh, remember. Skin. Oh yes, one of the one of the girls in my office was like, um, "Yeah, your skin looks really good." Well, that was kind of weird, but um, you know, I just yeah, your skin, I can tell. It was, like, <laughs> oh, it was so awkward, but it was so amazing. So shout out to the office, I love it. But yeah, they really, really were proud of you, and everyone got on board with like drinking more water, and like you heard so many stories from everyone at the it was, office. It was, very, it was a very positive impact to everyone around me, whether they agreed or didn't agree or understood. Just, again, the little things. I have some older guys that work for me that are in their 70s, and one of them told me two days ago, I was like, you got to be drinking more water, and this is why. And he said, yeah, I've been drinking a gallon of water for like four or five days, and 
my joints are feeling better and my feel, you know, just a lot of positive things have come from it. I don't think that there's really been anything um, negative come of it at all that I can think of. Yeah. Well, I think that that is your version of saying that you're proud of yourself because you love it is it is because you love your humans. You love just like I love all of my clients, past, present, future. Um, you love what you get to do, even though you bitch about it all the time. You truly, truly do love your humans and all of your employees, all hundreds of them. And you have made a positive impact in their lives. Even my mom and dad are like super curious about it. Even my mom's like, oh, I could do this. I could do this. And my mom definitely could do it. There's no doubt about it. And my dad probably could. He might bitch about it, but uh, he probably could. He's probably definitely going to drink more water, but I'm just so damn proud of you, baby. Um, It has been life-changing for you. I'm unbelievably proud of you. I know that this was quote unquote for my birthday, but it gave me the best present ever seeing you thrive during this and um, feel healthy again and change some habits. I'm so grateful for the for the time that we get to spend together every night um, on our walks and we're going to continue those on. And um, yeah, any final thoughts about about the 75 hard journey? So I will say thank you as well, because if it wasn't for you, I would have never done it. Thank you for pushing me and supporting me and holding me accountable, even though sometimes I think it's really fucking annoying. I thank you for that. Proud of you for all that you do for for me and our family and for your clients and for all the people that get to listen to this. And I'm happy to to celebrate your 40th birthday um, here in a couple of months, even though we didn't finish when you wanted to. um, I'm glad we did it. And uh Happy birthday. Thank you. And apparently it's not going to fucking matter because I'm going to be the exact same two pounds within a, with what I am now. So I'm actually not even like bummed out about the fact that we didn't do it closer to my birthday. Surprise! I look exactly the fucking same as day one. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Share this with someone who needs to hear it. Share this with someone who might be interested in 75 Hard. You guys can know that you can follow Andy Frazella for the actual program. Emily Frazella, Andy's wife, has been on the show before. So you can check out her episode and don't ever forget it does not matter when how whatever at any moment in time you can decide it's your turn and you can decide to do 75 hard if it feels in alignment to you you guys i appreciate you so so much be sure to come back in a few episodes i think we're like four episodes away or less than to the 100th episode of this podcast i'm unbelievably grateful that i get to do this every single day i love y'all and have a great day Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.